Would you rather own 10 parrots or one skunk? Under the Silver Lake. Center chat. Let's talk. Welcome to the Center Cuts Center Chat. I am Dave. And I am Michael. And today we are having to own pets that we don't really want. No. Does anybody want either of these things as pets? I mean, some people do, but... Yes. The answer is yes. Not normal people. Yeah. We're going to discuss which would you rather have as a pet, 10 parrots or one skunk. And the reason why we came upon that is if you've listened to our main episode on Under the Silver Lake, There was a neighbor who had many parrots, and then there was also a skunk in Andrew Garfield's yard. Yeah. Skunks and parrots, many animals, none of which we were talking about as a dog. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I think we have some clarifications. Yeah, David, the most important clarification here. Glands. No. Are the parrots all the same age? Like, are there four young birds and one disgruntled old timer in the back? Like, ah, that is not even close to the most important. (laughs) No, it's obviously whether or not we can remove the skunk's stink sack. Glance. Yeah. I think for the sake of an actual argument, we have to say no, because like otherwise anybody outside of the most staunch avian enthusiasts would pick the skunk. Like, if you can remove the sack, you're going to pick the skunk. I just think we have to keep the stink sack intact. It's the only way to have a reasonable argument. Fine. I mean, there is a lot of arguments online on whether or not that is humane anyways. We're going to err on the side of we would rather be humane and leave the skunk with its ability to fight off predators if it were to escape your home. Yes. I think that's the only way to do this. I think the other clarification is, is everything else about our lives the same prior to taking on this new shitty pet. Yeah, that kind of falls into to my clarification that I was thinking as well. I was like, did we choose to get these or are they just being forced <laughs> upon us? I, I mean, I don't know that that matters. Like, regardless, we have them. Whether whether we wanted them beforehand or not, we have them now. Well, I'm thinking more along the lines of, you know, if I choose to get these animals, I'll probably get them as babies and have an opportunity mm. to train them a- and such. If it's being forced upon me, it's probably already an adult, and I don't know how much control I'm going to have over its training and such. I think we can get them as babies. Okay. Getting them as babies. Yeah. Clarified. What about my first clarification, though? Like, are they all the same age if we get 10 parrots, or are they tiered? No, I would say, yeah, they, yeah they're all the same age. Like, okay. you, you get a litter of parrots. Yeah, I could throw them in the litter. Yeah. All right. I think... <laughs> I think that makes sense. All right. I, I don't have any other clarifications. What was your other clarification about our life? Like, is our life the same? I mean, why? Well, I mean, are we zoo? Do, do, can we live in a zoo or do we just have to live in a regular house? Our life is as similar as it would be owning 10 parrots or one skunk. Like, obviously, that's going to affect our life in one way or another, but we're not yeah, okay. uprooting our whole career to okay. be a skunk entrepreneur that's what i'm saying like we have to keep our same we have we're we're under the guise that everything else is going to stay the same like we're trying to keep our same job and i have to figure out how to record a podcast with 10 parrots in my house yeah okay all right so when i first proposed this as a potential option i said 100 parrots versus one skunk but i quickly realized that no no sane person would choose 100 parrots 100 of anything aside from like m&ms or dollar bills sucks 
Like it's just too much. It's too much. I almost think that ten is still too much. <laughs> well, it is, but it's manageable. Or is it though? Like, because I, I started looking at a, a wiki on parrot care. Yeah. And I honestly stopped reading after three slides. Like, fuck this. And that's just one parrot. I looked up a website of like pros and cons of owning a parrot. There were eight pros and nineteen cons. <laughs> And that's just one. These are parrot owners that wrote this article. They are trying to convince you to get a parrot. But at the same time, they're like, whoa, there's a lot of shit to worry about. (laughs) And some of it was like just animal stuff in general. Like, don't smoke in your house. It's like, okay, well, yeah, that's bad for all animals. It's not just bad for parrots. Right. But I can already imagine myself trying to clean one parrot cage and the other nine, like, working together to unlatch their cages and just flying out and pecking my head to death. Their claws, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. digging into my flesh. That's just an instant turnoff. You wouldn't deflight them, would you? I don't think we can. If we can't pull out yeah. the stink sack, I don't think we can clip their yeah, wings. I also think clipping a parrot's wings is even more inhumane than taking a, a skunk's glands it would be like the equivalent of you cutting the skunk's legs off <laughs> right exactly <laughs> time to be immobile yeah uh, here we go but that being said though like skunks have pretty serious claw feet too and theirs look creepier have you ever seen skunk feet yeah they can really uh, get you i you know i like looking at birds but being close to them sucks have you ever gone to a zoo and you're like in that bird cage thing where it's like you're in the bird room and they can like they can come down kind of close to you? Mm-hmm. That shit freaks me out, man. Yeah, but at the same time, would you want to be in a room full of skunks? <laughs> uh, I mean, one skunk. If I'm go- if you're asking me if I'd like to be in a room with ten parrots or one skunk all running around doing their own damn shit, I- I'd almost rather be in there with one skunk. You can hide from it better. I can. Yeah, it's just like just get up on a couch or something. But also, like, I can punt a skunk that's pissing me off. But trying to fend off 10 birds, that's near impossible. They literally have a bird's eye view. Like, they can see you from any... They can get up and see you where, no matter where you yes, are. Yes, they can find me wherever I am. Yeah. There's no escaping a bird. It's impossible. Skunks are just opossums that smell bad. Have you ever encountered an opossum, David? If you're asking about possums, then yes. I am. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Why'd you say opossums? Well, it's a possum is spelled with an O in the front. Oh, I just call them possums. I don't know well, either. Is there a difference between possums and opossums? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. It's a question for someone smarter than us. But when I was a kid, we had a crappy house, naturally. And a possum was able to get into our house. It was in our basement one day. And I was down there with my mom. And as soon as we saw the possum, she got scared and ran up and closed the basement door on me. So I was just stuck down there with that hell creature. Fantastic. More of your wonderful childhood. It also made its way upstairs into a cabinet somehow from the basement, which just proves how crappy our house was. Yep. Holes in the walls. And it gave birth to eight little possums right underneath where we kept our fancy dishes. So it was just just trying to find shelter and you happened to give it to it. Yes. Let's wrangle this conversation in. We've gotten far astray from what we're supposed to be talking about. Let's talk about food. Let's talk about it. We'd have to feed these shit devils. Yep. And I think skunks would be easier. Like they eat trash. Enough said. They eat trash. No, I did some research on this and like, so first and foremost, if you do want to own a skunk, there are only 17 states in the United States that will allow you to own a skunk. Yep. Luckily for us, Massachusetts and New Hampshire are included in that. So woohoo, great. (laughs) But there are really strict rules around what you need to follow 
if you do own a skunk. I'm assuming that we're not just going to like willy nilly not give a shit about those and do what we want. Or are you? Well, I mean, you're supposed to get your dog registered with the city. Nobody does that. I do it every year. Oh, my God. You don't register your dog? (sighs) I mean, I don't have a dog. When you had a dog, you didn't register your dog? No, fuck no. You're the worst. (laughs) The worst human. It's an inside dog. What am I going to do that for? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, I'm mad at you. I don't know. I just, I hear what you're saying. Like, yes, probably regulations wise, you're supposed to chop up little bits of carrot for the skunk. But no, like end of the day, if you don't feed it what it's supposed to, it's going to eat trash willingly. It will eat my garbage. Yeah, but how much garbage food do you have? No, no, it'll just eat garbage. Yeah, but okay. If I have a milk carton, it's going to eat that milk carton. So, I mean, this is easy because you'll get a skunk and you'll have it for a week and then it'll die. And that's not fair. I just think parrots are pickier. Well, but I also think that parrots are going to have prepared bird food that you can purchase at a pet store. Not any parrots I've seen. Parrots are like, uh, sir, I'll have your finest macadamia nut, but I have to crack it. How many parrots have you seen? And listened to. In real life? Yeah. Are you only talking about parrots that you've seen in, like, movies about birds? Movies about birds. Like, yeah. animated bird movies? Like the one in Aladdin? Blue from uh, from that movie Blue? I don't know what you're talking about, but no, I've seen some real life birds. Then how do you know that they only eat hazelnuts? And, like, have you fed them? They like cracking nuts. No, you're just making shit up, and I'm not here for they it. They like cracking nuts. Google yeah, it. that's fine. I'm going to crack cracking your nuts, nuts soon. Sir, parrots cracking nuts. Not registering your dog, feeding garbage to your pet skunk, and forcing your birds to open their food and nuts. No, I'm not Fuck forcing them. I'm just saying they like doing it. Mm-hmm. Plus, one of my house rules is that no crackers allowed. So that's like half of a parrot's food right there. I just think it would be more difficult for me to keep up with a parrot's eating schedule. Oh, how, why? I mean, but why did you let me into your house then? You are definitely a cracker. Yeah, for sure. This was brought up today in my car ride. I said. Dave's just a lot whiter than me. Yeah, I mean, we all know that. Everyone knows that. <laughs> it's a true. It's a real sentence that was said in my car. To each their own, I suppose. Why don't you allow crackers in your home? Because crackers are like the worst snack. Ritz crackers? Any crackers, just the worst snack. Ritz crackers with a little pepperoni or summer sausage and some cheddar cheese? Are you kidding me? The worst snack. Oh, no, it's the second worst snack after Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons are an abomination of a snack, and I just want to torpedo all of them into a lake. Nah, I'll take all those all those Newtons. Ooh. They're named after my second favorite scientist. Who's your first? Einstein. <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about skunks. Yeah, I don't know. And parrots, and we're, talk- we're talking about our favorite scientist. You're the one who brought up the fact that crackers aren't allowed in your home. David, before we get too far astray, let's get into a commercial. <sighs> Today's episode is brought to you yet again by Stamps.com. If you've been listening recently, you know I am the reverse Robin Hood of old books. I buy them from the poor to make myself rich. And to ship my goods, I literally go to the post office at least four days a week. They know me by name. I don't even have to ask for media mail anymore. They just start ringing me up. It's time out of my day. I'll never get back. I have to stand in line with too many old people. And it costs me money and eats into my bottom line. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or eBay seller like me, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. 
Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. You'll never have to see Michael in a public setting ever again. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with our promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus a free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type POD. That's Stamps.com, promo code P-O-D. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. David, if I got 10 parrots right now, more than half of them would probably outlive me. That is staggering. Yeah, they live forever. I'm literally going to be giving old parrots to my son. I'll be on my deathbed like, Frank, take good care of Stinky and Mr. Johnson and Pee-Pee or whatever you name a parrot. (laughs) I feel like since they can talk, they should actually have human names. Like, have you met my parrot, Steven? He's a Scorpio and loves watching Vanderpump Rules. Stinky. <laughs> yeah, there is some some fluctuation among lifespan of parrots. Yeah, there it is. can really go anywhere from like 10 years to 70. 70 years. But I did look up what type of parrot the woman from Under the Silver Lake had. Ooh. And I'm pretty confident it, there was nowhere definitively that said what type of parrot it was, but based on what we saw of it, what it looked like, and, and what I could find, I'm pretty confident it was a cockatoo, in Ooh. which case we're looking at the 40 to 60 year range. That is outrageous. Old. There's a pet store up near me that has a macaw. Yeah. It is a macaw. Well done. It's a macaw. And when I went in there, I was like 25 and the thing was fucking 52 or something like that. <laughs> it was almost 30 years older than me. It's wild. Insane. And it's still probably there, right? Probably. I haven't been there in a while. I mean, it was getting towards the end of that 60 years. So let's keep our fingers crossed that it is. Because I don't want to talk about dying animals anymore. Obviously, comparatively domesticated skunks live about seven to 10 years. So it is definitely a shorter commitment. Staggering. Yeah. Yeah. For someone like me, like I wish my dogs could just live forever and I could just have two dogs for the rest of my life. And that's it. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people probably have that same feeling with dogs. Like they wish that they lived longer. Oh, sure. So if like I really wanted one of these animals, then I guess getting a parrot would be cool because I wouldn't have to like worry about going through the strife of losing a pet. No, but then you have to like literally put it in your will. Like who's going to take over your parrot? (laughs) To Alan, I leave Sir Flights Pants McGee. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. a better name than Steven. Yeah. Let's talk about your favorite thing. Me being cheap. Yep, I have cost in here too. Let's do it. Well, I started looking into the cost of owning each of these, and obviously 10 of anything is going to be more expensive than one of another, almost always, and and this held true. But while researching, I found somebody answer a question on Quora. Is that how you pronounce it? No idea. About how much it would be to own a skunk. Mm -hmm. And I just I wanted to read this part of the answer verbatim because it makes owning a skunk sound miserable. So this is from Mercedes Lackey, and it was written in 2016. Okay, does this person have a Mercedes and also has a skunk? Because that makes no sense. Perhaps. All skunks have long claws used for digging up worms, insects, and grubs. When raised in a house, pet skunks put their claws to use, opening doors, cabinets, drawers, and even refrigerators. And yes, they can use those claws to open any pen they are put in. Like raccoons, they are smart enough to figure out how. Some owners have noticed skunks smelling something that was spilled on the carpet long ago and attempting to dig to find out what is buried there. What will you do with the skunk when you go on vacation? There are no boarding kennels for skunks. If you take the skunk with you, 
Because you are taking it away from its familiar environment and it won't know where to go, it's likely to poop and pee where it feels like. This will not make you popular with anyone you stay with, and you can expect a big bill for motels. The places you go will not be skunk-proof. At best, you'll spend a lot of time cleaning up messes. At worst, a dead skunk. And of course, if you bring a skunk into a state where they're illegal as pets, it will be confiscated and destroyed. And how are you planning on making it fresh food twice a day when you're away from a kitchen? Kill me now. Okay. That sounds horrible. There are so many exaggerations there. Which part? I like, like my dogs can get out of crates and shit, and I have to figure out what to do with them when I leave. I have to like have a, a sitter come watch them or, or give them my parents for a weekend or something. That's not an exaggeration. Number one, they have magic fingers, and number two, there's boarding kennels for your dog. They don't have magic fingers. They still don't have thumbs. Yeah, but you can bring your dog to a place that's built to watch dogs. You can't bring a skunk anywhere. No one's going to take that. Well, I don't bring my dogs to places that watch dogs because I feel like they get mistreated there. Fine, but even if you have a dog sitter, that's the thing there's no yep. such thing as a skunk sitter i mean it depends i guess on some factors but yeah if you don't have family or someone or a friend that would be willing to watch them then that would be a concern but what the fuck are you gonna do with 10 parrots <laughs> there are boarding kennels for birds it's yeah, just it's, oh it's yeah more reasonable Look, you're pet. gonna do that you've already found the cheapest possible vacation to go on and then you're staying at the cheapest motel ever and then you're gonna pay probably a few hundred dollars a parrot to have them watch your fucking parrots? I doubt it. You would never go on vacation ever again. No, I probably wouldn't, but that's not the point. For the 40 point is, to I 60 could. years. I- <laughs> <laughs> also, I just wanted to point out that Mercedes Lackey isn't good at answering direct questions because that had nothing to do with how expensive. Absolutely nothing. Is, but- how expensive are these? Here's all the reasons you shouldn't have a, p- a skunk. <laughs> Who has such like strong opinions about skunk ownership? This is surprising to me. I I don't know what numbers you dug up, but I mean, obviously, again, even if a parrot, but one parrot by itself is cheaper, there's no way that owning 10 is going to be less cheap than a skunk. Yeah. So I think uh, the skunk calculation came out to like 900 to $1,000 a year, give mm-hmm. or take, depending on what type of food you give it and stuff. Parrots are like $500 per year, but then you multiply that by 10. Right. Because you can't just shove 10 parrots in a one crate and give them one toy to play with or they'll just kill each other. So- The biggest thing, obviously, that we haven't talked about here, what do we do about the smell? The smell. The smell, the smell. Here's a question, though. What do you do about the smell of parrots? (laughs) Because birds are gross. They are, but they're not clean animals. Yeah, but a a skunk that's spraying is, is obviously worse than 10 parrots. It's, it's just worse. I Yes, agreed. I agree with that. I have a feeling, though, a skunk is going to spray out of, out of fear to try and protect itself. So I think that after some training, if a skunk got comfortable with the people it was living with, if it was domesticated like a dog or a cat, then... I don't think you're going to run into that as much. It's similar to like a dog biting, like a puppy biting people. But then like as they grow comfortable with the people around them, then they don't do that because you train them not to. I think you're going to be able to do the same thing with a skunk. If that is a defense mechanism when it feels in danger, if you just make sure that you're treating it with care and it doesn't feel cornered enough to be in danger and spray something, then it's it's a null point after a while. Whereas parrots are going to be messy all the time forever. For 40 to 60 years. You don't think, though, that like as a skunk gets old, let's say you have a nine year old skunk that it's it's oh, gonna just lose. like like how a dog kind of just starts like shitting wherever it wants. Yeah, it like old. it's going to think. Yeah, like it's going to try to. Yeah, fart it might come back around in the spray. final years yeah, of its life. That's what I'm saying that sounds horrible. <laughs> I mean, it does. But I d- dirty, dirty birds for 40, to 60 years. Sounds terrible, too. These are both terrible. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> One last thing I want to talk about, and that is funny jokes that you can play on your friends with your pets. So obviously with a skunk, you could do the Ace Ventura and hold it ass out and say, say hello to my little friend and like and like make that funny haha joke and then spray them. And that would be great. I mean, that's would funny. Be pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's funny shit. But I think the idea of having a parrot and teaching it crazy shit to say so that when my friends come over, it says stuff like, no, please don't shoot. Just take it or something crazy like that. So people wonder what the fuck was happening in my home. Mm-hmm. Like when no one's there would be pretty fantastic. It takes the idea of owning a parrot from like a zero to like a two for me. Yeah. Plus, if you if, with 10 of them, you could have them be like a barbershop quartet. Like you can just teach them different things. Like oh, really... my God. Like teach them all something different to say so that they're all kind of like riffing off each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be great. That would be the only interesting thing about owning a parrot. Yeah, I have my answer. Yeah, I also obviously have my answer for the final chat of season two. Would you rather own 10 parrots or one skunk? Ten Skunk. skunks. I would rather have ten skunks than ten parrots. Wow. Yep. I that is not for me. I just it was a numbers thing. Like if it was one v one, it would easily be parrot for me. Or maybe even like two or three parrots would still be easy. But once you start getting into multiples, it's just it's too hard to overcome. And it pains me to say it because I, I've not once had a positive interaction with a skunk. It always ends poorly. Never have I seen a skunk and been like, ah, oh, sweet. It's always, ah, please don't see me, please don't see me. At a certain point, the question just becomes for me, would I rather kill one animal or 10 animals? And I'd rather kill one. So I'll just take my one dead skunk and get on my way. Like I'd have no privacy with a parrot, let alone 10. They would just shout obscenities at me while I tried to poop. Are they going to spark any joy? No, I don't think they are. And I thought of a way to make the skunk smell not be a problem. I just build an airtight room and I keep the skunk in there, so I never have to deal with the smell. It'll be like Schrodinger's skunk. I just, if I don't open the door, I'll never know if it's dead or not. And I don't have to smell it. That's terrible. I would pick a skunk and love it. Even if it sprayed you eight times while you're training it? Yeah. You'd be the stinky guy that nobody wants to be near. That's fine. I mean, Sam was the stinky guy, and he had sex with multiple people during that movie. Just saying. <sighs> Sometimes girls like the stinky guy. My house got sprayed by a skunk once when I was a kid, and I, I had to go to school that day, and I opened up my backpack, and it's just like skunk smell came out, and it was horrible. Did you get and made fun of? No, Do you have but, deep traumatic stress from this experience that you had? No, I just, but I but I didn't like it. Yeah. It made my gum taste like skunk. Oh, man, your gum tasted like skunk? I'm so sorry. No, I mean, basically when it comes down to it, I think a skunk is a cat. With smelly parts. And worse claws. And worse claws. But I mean, cat claws are also pretty outrageous. Yeah. I mean, I think I I can train it to go to the bathroom in a litter box or take it outside. I can do a lot of things with a skunk. I can't do anything with a parrot. And when I think about owning a pet, I think about which one do I have the capacity to love. And I have the capacity to love a skunk. They are cute. And as long as we got through the spraying thing, it would just be an adorable little pet. Parrots can suck my balls. We have made our decision, but we need to hear, as always, what you would choose. Yeah. So head over to our Instagram at the center cut and let us know. Yep. We're going to have a story and we need you to vote. And as always, you can also send feedback to the center cut cast at gmail.com. David, what do we have coming up for our last little vestige of season two? Next week is the final 
episode of season two, and it is the second annual Golden Gorilla Penis Awards. So get excited. Put on your best clothes and get ready for us to talk about all of season two with some great, great awards. It is a black tie event. You can only, only listen if you're full black tie. Yes, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Now, do you want to fill them in on the upcoming schedule, David? Yeah. And then we're actually, after that, going to take a little two-week break. It's Thanksgiving anyway, guys. It's a holiday. We we want to spend time with our families. We're both fat. We love to eat. And we're going to need some time. Yep. But after that, December 8th will be the first episode, the season premiere of season three. And we will be kicking it off with that big, buff, redheaded boy, Jamie, with Outlander season four. It's so wild that we're going to be doing a fourth season of that thing, but I'm excited. It is going to be a fun one for sure. Looking forward to it. Yes, but make sure you come back next week for the award show, and we will talk to you then. Plus, we might have just some fun, new, exciting things we do in season three. Who knows? We might shake it up. Yep. All right. We'll see you all next week. And remember, our opinion, just like calling this a season finale when our next main episode is in a month, does not matter. (laughs) 